Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to Business Bootcamp Podcast, episode 146. Lots of things going on here. I just started a weekly vlog. I'm going to commit for at least 2017. Every single week, I'll be uploading a vlog. It's actually on the Landscape channel because I'll be doing a lot of videoing for the landscaping portion of my business. But if you guys storm the place and subscribe a bunch, as you'll listen in the first vlog that went up today, um, I will tend to put more podcast consulting and business things in it. So check it out. Go to YouTube and you can just search Mike Andes. And I have two different channels, one with the orange Business Bootcamp podcast logo. But if you go to the other one, uh, the landscaping one, or even just search you know Mike Andes landscaping business course or something, and uh, you will see that I'm doing a vlog. It'll t- Every single week, I'll kind of show behind the scenes of my landscaping business. And if a lot of you get on there and comment and start asking for stuff with the podcast, I have no problem problem showing more of what I do behind the scenes at night and all those good times with podcasting and consulting. So check that out. It's on YouTube. And today we have something very special that's going on the podcast uh, because I'm going to take a clip actually out of a, a phone conference that I did with an older gentleman, an older entrepreneur in his 50s. And when I say older, it's really the industry that makes him to be a little bit older than most entrepreneurs in that field, which happens to be landscaping. Um, and so I was on this phone call and I'm gonna, I clipped out 30 minutes of it today and we talk about hiring. We talk about hiring people in the young generation, like my age, 20s and even 30s and the millennials and why they come with a certain attitude and how you can break through that and how to essentially get someone who is asking for $25 per hour, how to get them for $15 an hour and keep them on board for a long space of time and not have a huge turnover in your company. So that's what we're talking about today. I think it'll be eye-opening, especially if you're older, especially if you you know aren't used to social media for since you were born essentially uh, which my generation you know we grew up doing that and growing up we grew up we hardly know what the internet what, what life is like without the internet and so I think this will be good for some older ones but even for younger ones to kind of understand what the new labor market uh, workforce is like and how to hire them correctly how to uh, really make sure that you're committed to them and they in return commit to you and your business so without any further delay let's get to that before we do though I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor for today's episode which is FreshBooks if you haven't already go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp one thing that FreshBooks does that's really cool that I haven't talked about is it allows you to collaborate on projects so if you have a project say for creating a website design and you are a web designer you can actually invite other contractors or other people other agencies and send them invites to actually give you feedback on your right in FreshBooks and give you feedback on the project and give you, you give you uh, you feedback as you go from work state different stages in the work process and so not only does it ex- you know keep track of expenses and send invoices and all do all the financial aspect but it also allows you to really work through your projects with other people and they you can actually see in the program what their feedback is, what they want to change, and you can give them certain permissions to see certain things or to change certain things. And so anything to do with projects or large assignments that you want to collaborate within agencies or between different companies or contractors, definitely something you want to check out. Freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. You're going to get free 30-day trial. Don't even have to put in your credit card to try it out because I promise you, you will love it. So check it out. Freshbooks.com slash bootcamp without any further delay let's get to this call i cut it down huge because 
if you go to Landscape Business Course podcast, you're going to get the full two-hour conference call that I had with uh, Vince. This is the name of the gentleman we're going to have on today and that I talked to. I'm going to cut out 20 or 30 minutes right now that we talked about hiring. Uh, it's about halfway through the actual call though. So if you want to listen to the entire conference call and we talked about a whole bunch of other stuff and really focused on creating systems and all of that uh, within his business, if you want to hear that, you're going to have to go to Landscape Business Course Podcast. Just uh, Even if you just search Mike Andes, you will find it on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Music, all that good stuff. So check that out if you're interested after today's episode. But without any further delay, let's get started. We're talking about hiring. We're talking about the new generation of the workforce and I hope you get something out of it. Here we go. Like all, that's what that 50%'s got to go to. And a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'm making 50% net profit." But like, no, if you want to grow, you're gonna have to reinvest that money, and you're gonna have to mark use that money for marketing. You're gonna have to train your people better. So like, that that's the difference between trying to you know, pull every penny out of your business and then just scaling it and using that money to grow. And you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Like the, the, the what you're charging right now, you're in a perfect place to grow. If you are getting too many calls for you to service and you're starting to feel like you're kind of overwhelmed, you can't get to all the work, this is the perfect time when you start hiring people. Perfect time. I am. That's, that's, that's the problem. And I lost, I, I can tell you, I probably lost, I would say, anywhere between uh, maybe 50 grand, mm-hmm. which is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I, I probably lost maybe 50 grand worth. And it could be, it could even be possibly a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, of work last year because I was, I just could not, um, I could not, uh, get to these other people that were calling for, um, for service right i just couldn't do it um and so you know my problem again is i have i have a few guys i have like actually i have four very interested parties that want to work this year Mm -hmm. i think i think and you can correct me if i'm wrong i think right now to to um bring them in is too early um but i did tell them that come march I will want to get together and have them fill out a application and um, bring in their resume. They, I think I do. I might even have their resume, but um, to bring in their resume and we can sit down and talk. And then, um, if, you know, if, um, if 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 everything sounds good, then we can we can get them started mm-hmm. and um, and go from there and tell them a little bit about us and whatnot, like you said. Yeah. Um, and how we're growing and things of that nature. The only thing is, the other thing is this, Mike. I don't have probably a facility a facility like yours. I don't know if that was your facility there that uh, was yeah. on the video. Right. But um, if it, I don't have anything like that. Again, we're very small. Mm-hmm. I have a yard that I rent um, from a guy that he rents space to um, several different companies. Mm-hmm. So we have a small we have a small area in there which we rent space from. Yeah. And um, so that's about all I have. I don't have like an office or anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that's I mean, fine. Uh, you know, that's fine. Like I was in the same spot three years ago. We rented from like a warehouse place, and we just stored all our stuff inside. And so you don't have to be fancy. Right. Like, don't worry about being the fancy part. Like, 
um the, the video is nice like that i had like we had a whole camera crew and everything and we have an office yes and we have a couple acres where we have all the trucks and trailers like like we we're more set up right but like it don't don't feel bad about that and it's not a negative thing when you, if you have if you had a job fair the last week of february and you had those four guys show up or try to get eight for all like try to get more like if you can create it so when they show up they're like wow this is like people want to work here um if there's eight guys that show up and you know you know going into it you're only going to hire two but but out of the eight you're going to be lucky if two of them are good so what you got to do is you know go go for eight of them you know get set up even if it's in your little shop there with just your trailer behind you and and a laptop with a quick slideshow Show them what the, where the company has been, where it's been, what it's gonna do, that, and be just be vulnerable. We say, hey, like, hey, I'm getting older. I don't, I can't be in the field. I want to scale this business up. I'm looking for people to partner up with, not with getting equity and things, but like, I need people that are invested in the company long term and want to grow with us, and that in five, ten years from now, they can be right, my right hand man that can be training that wants to be man in a management position. And you're going to get rid of the guys who don't want to be there for more than just the summer. And so, and, and you're going to, and you're going to get the real, the guys that are going to be with you and, and, and they're going to stick with you. Right? Like if you just, and, and what I would do, if I were you like personally, just give you hardcore, you know, kind of things is if you did that last week of February, I'd try. And then do, you did some interviewing, like give, give them 15 minute slots the next day they can fill out if they want. I'd say only four of them even, you know, come to the interview because they're going to get scared that this guy's like me, he means business. If four of them show up, now you now you got two, now you got fifty percent chance. You gotta get two of these guys, and so then right. then what I would do if I was you, I'd say okay, I'm gonna hire one for March, the first week of March, and that's you know first week of mowing. You you are gonna be with them the entire week. You're gonna see how they work. You're going to show them everything you know, absolutely everything. Right. By the end of that week, they're gonna have a, a pretty good grasp about how to do the work in the field. Then week two or week three, you should be on the second guy, and you should you should have already offered him a job. Say, hey, we're gonna start second or third week, and I just gotta train the first guy. I'm gonna get you on board, and then do the exact same thing for him. You know, get in him, get with him for an entire week, and work with him or all three of you together. Um, and that's that's the only way you're gonna kind of be able to take what your work, your experience and your knowledge and your work ethic and how good you do your jobs and really embed it into those first couple guys. That's why I say be with them for a week or two. Um, and even going forward, even that first year, you're still probably going to be on jobs sometimes. You're still going to be, you know, still with them quite a bit. Like, don't think it's going to be like you, you got a clear cut step out of the business. That's probably not going to happen. That's probably next year, to be honest with you. Like 2018 is probably when I say, okay, Vince, now you have two guys that are solid for a year. Let's get two more that, and let them train them. And now you are 100% like literally you cannot touch the company in the field. So like my guys know that if they see me working in the field, that the company's not moving forward. Like they know that I, I tell them. So like part of this as, as you get employees and you're wanting to lead and you know where you want your company to go. Part of it is just being in a, from a vulnerable and very honest position with the guys, like where you're at, where you want the company to go, what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are. And then just saying like, Hey, I want everyone's strengths in this organization to be highlighted and I want and I want everybody within the organization to be in the right place on the bus so that this so this company goes forward. And so if that means you being out of the out of the out of the field, if that means someone likes landscaping more than mowing, whatever that is, as long as you have the open lines of communication, 
they'll know that when they see Vince raking, raking out of bed, that the company isn't growing. It's not going towards a goal, which is this amount of customers or this customer satisfaction rate, or we're trying to get us a, a shop, an actual place where we can you know, be proud of next to a, a road. Like if they have those goals in mind and then they see that, you know, what they're doing is making us the company you vince like everyone's going towards that that's what's going to create camaraderie and people are staying with you long term right and so right. And, and 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 like the other whole aspect of this vince is you don't hire anyone you start charging 250 and you just you essentially just start making higher profit and you stay small right so there's a balance because you're not necessarily going to make more money in 2017 by doing this but when you, in 10 years, if you continue this path, you'll have maybe six, seven, eight guys of several crews and you won't have to be out in the field. And at 60, you're not going to want to be out in the field. But if you can have a company that you've grown and you've developed uh, talent and you have the managers in place, I promise you that's going to look that's going to be real nice financially. And it's going to be real nice just knowing you have dependable income coming in. And you can start creating systems right. for even to replace parts that you're doing, like estimating and going after man, uh, marketing and things like that. So um, right. I, I would say, just from what I, you know, we talked for the past hour, like that you have the margin. Your your prices are good, so I I wouldn't think like you have enough margin to hire people. Um, so the more that when I see a company like this, I always tell the the, the owner go for more sales because if you're charging that kind of money. Like your guys could really mess up. Like if they had to do the job twice, they could you'd still break even. And if you can do that, then you you can grow. So what what you kind of got to get over is you're gonna have the complaints, you're gonna have the callbacks more. It just it's just part of the game. Um, but if you can if you have the you know the margin, if you have the systems in place to train these people, it it, it is feasible. And I think especially at your age, Vince, like this is a big decision of whether you go. You know, if you're going to be this for 10 or 15 years, or you're going to just kind of stay small for five more years, right? Um, and right. So I, I think it's a big decision, and really, it neither neither way is right or wrong. I think it's something you have to talk about as a wife because, you know, she's going to have to be just as involved. It's going to take a lot of time for you. It's going to be stressful when you get callbacks and you get complaints, and you got to train people like, hey, you did this wrong. You got to work on this. And it's going to take, you know, learning how to lead people instead of just doing it yourself. Because it's really easy when something goes wrong, especially if it's a customer you know for a long time, for you to be like, oh, okay, I'll be right there. Or, like, I'll come fix it. But that's not, like, long-term team growth, right? And so it, it takes a completely different mindset, a completely different mind shift to stop thinking of, like, you're going to fix everything to where you're going to teach other people within the organization to grow and lead and fill the spots that you as Vince, the owner, have been doing for so long and that they become responsible for those things. Right. And that's scalable. That's scalable because now you're scaling a system and a business and you're not trying to scale a person. Like there will never be fifteen or ten or fifteen Vinces that you can hire. That you, you can't you can't think of yourself as you know, can't you're not gonna find someone like you. What you have to do is get it, it won't. So you have to get the systems in place though to train people to where they be, can become like you and they can do things the way right. you would do them. And so it's all about the systems, all about the training, and it's all about, you know, you're going to have to sacrifice in 2017 a little bit if you want to do this for 10 or 15 years. But I promise you, like, if you started this, if you started this this year, 
you'd probably take home the same amount as you did last year as far as what you bring home to the table. Um, but by the end of this year, I would say you're probably making 45000 a month, right? Um, like between thirty and 45000 a month. And then next year, next year, when you go full-time sales, watch your business really take off. Like that's, that's the year when you'll be like, wow, why didn't I do this in 2010, right? Um, and so that's why I see, I see a call in a, in a year from now when you're hiring your third and fourth guy and you're like, last year was really hard, but I'm so glad I did it. Right. Well, what do you think? I mean, okay, moving forward, I mm-hmm. appreciate that, all that information. Um, I, you know, again, there's, there's so much to, uh, take in and I guess, you know, a little at a time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, these these guys, I mean, where do I, you know, as far as pay pay scale on mm-hmm. these guys? Yeah. You know, they, they want a thousand dollars a week. Right. You know, two hundred two hundred a day salary. Mm-hmm. Um. And and you know, I don't I don't have a problem doing salary because I'm just going to work them as much as I can. Right. Um. You know, to get to get as much as I can out, as much work as I can out, you know, done for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if they're, if they're hustlers and they're hard workers um, and they, they finish early, good. You know, God bless them. Then, you know, then they, they had a lucrative day themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm looking for guys that do good work and, and, and are hustlers, you know, work hard. And, and, and if they're, you know, if they move in a timely fashion, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. But what do you? What are your thoughts as far as you know these guys telling me, you know that this is what they'd like right. to make an hour? I'd like to be at you know yeah. he, he, these guys claim they work for, right now in the winter. They work for a moving company. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they they deliver furniture. Right, and um, you know they're they're. they're they're Spanish um, guys, right? And uh, and they they seem like very hard workers. They speak very well English. Um, and I'd ask them this question. Uh, I'd ask them this question, Vince. I'd say, in five years, do you still want to be moving furniture? Because that's all they'll be doing in five years. Whereas if you come on with JD Lawn Care, you could be managing. You could have a, You could be an estimator. You could actually have a career. And in ten years, fifteen years, when you have kids, like you're talking to the employee now. When you have kids, do you really want to be coming back home with a, a hurting back because you did furniture all day? Because that, that furniture job is a dead-end job. The job you're offering, the job I'm offering here at T, uh, JD uh, Lawn Care Landscaping and Snow Removal Services is a long-term right. career career choice. I'd say that, number one. And number two, Vince, I'd say this. And that is my generation, like millennials, we are super impatient. Super impatient. So what you what you're talking about is co- totally right. You're used of when you when you came out of school, you were willing to start at the bottom and work your way to the top, and that's the way it was in your generation. My generation is super super impatient, and so what we think is we can get a job and suddenly be making twenty five thirty an hour. We can be making sixty seventy grand a year right off the bat. And what those people will do, they'll spend five years going job to job to job, figuring it out before they realize that that's just not reality. Um, and so what you have to do really, Vince, is say, this is what I'm willing to pay and tell them that before they even come to you. 
because then you won't even attract those guys. But I'll also say this, Vince, those guys know that they'll probably only get 14 or 15 an hour, but they're throwing the bait out. And if you, but if you up front say, hey, we're, we're starting at 14 an hour, you, if you work out next year, you're making 16 an hour. If you, if you work out after that, you're going to be making 18 an hour. For like every year, you're going to increase. If, if you say right up front, $14 an hour, if they think they, they deserve 20, if they really think that, they won't even apply. If they don't think that, like which I think this is the more of the case that they know they're only worth the fourteen or fifteen an hour, they will apply for you in hopes that they can stay on for a couple years and get up to that twenty dollars an hour. What you have to do is show them the light that they're gonna get there, because that's what they want. The the millennial they want the twenty, the twenty five dollar an hour. What you have to do is show, hey, I'm not gonna keep you at sixteen for the rest of your life. If you work out, if you um you know if I if I can put you on your own crew or you can manage a crew or you can start doing estimate or management like you're gonna work up to that and that's what you need to show them at that first uh encounter is like hey this isn't a dead-end job this isn't a moving furniture job this is a company that's going to grow in an organization that wants you to succeed and that you can do this for the rest of your life if you want to be in this in a hundred percent and so another thing real quick vince um when companies start out i never suggest them to do salary this is just personal opinion um, the reason is because it, it, it makes you less worried about efficiency. So, so if you're hiring someone for a day's worth of work for 200 bucks, um, essentially you have a, a, that entire day. Whereas like for me right now, if I'm paying someone, you know, say 18 bucks an hour, it's in my best interest to make sure that they are fueled up, that they are on the go, that we time track, that we cut all of the, the waste out of our day. And so um, I feel that that's the way you, a company should be run. And I feel that that's a lean model that's going to be successful. And it's going to inbreed in them that that's what's important to you. Because cause if, the, if, if you don't inbreed in them that, that like you are all about efficiency. And like we ask this question every month at our team meeting. How can we save 10 minutes on our, crew, on our, on our schedule? And so you'll be amazed how creative your guys will get. Like, oh, we could fill up uh, the trucks the day before. Like the new one we're just implementing now is when we when they come back and dump all the clippings out of their truck, they got to get the trailer ready for the next day so that within five minutes of them clocking in the next day, they're already in the truck and on their way. Because it's a proven fact that the guys will hook up and get ready faster at the end of a day than at the beginning. Because at the end of the day, they want to get home. So like all of these things, it inbreeds within your culture and your company of efficiency and being able to get places quick not you know taking 20 minutes at the gas station to go to the bathroom and get a drink you know and so my opinion this is totally my opinion i've seen the salary thing work but in my opinion with a small business and when you're getting the first few guys you want them to be obsessed with efficiency where like everything they see they they start to think like you because that's the you're getting paid on efficiency regardless of how you cut it and slice and dice it even if you're paying a salary you're getting paid on efficiency right and so if you can get them to think like that that becomes a win win like they begin to start yeah, to think you, go ahead go ahead no no I was just gonna I don't mean to interrupt you but don't you think Mike that too because I've had I've had a couple guys that were were doing this um, and it was obvious to me because. They had a really bad habit, and they're no longer, you know, obviously with me, but they mm-hmm. had a really bad habit, and I noticed this being with them. Every time we got in the truck, I used to, I would catch them looking at the time. Right. They'd look at, 
they would look at their watch, their phone, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And and I never said a word. I never said a peep. But I was. I'm very conscious of. Uh, you know, I know everything, and I see everything, and they know that. They yeah. know that I see everything. Mm-hmm. I could be in the. I could be, and I and I kid you not. And they don't know how the hell I, I hear things. But I could be in the front of a house, and they're in the back, and I could literally hear if something happened in the backyard from the front yard. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, 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 and it's amazing. And, and you know, you know, when you're doing this for so long, you just pick up on these things. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get the mower back, and I'll find out something's damaged. I'll find out they got a flat tire, and, and then I'll say, well, that was the noise in the back of the yard. They must have ran something over. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know. Anyways, I I didn't mean to get off the, the, no, the idea exactly. here, but they they you know these guys, some guys they think you know I'm stupid or I don't I'm not onto these things. So they check the time. You know, you get guys that drag their feet. You know, mm-hmm. um, you get guys that, and I don't know. Uh, I just notice these things. Right. You know. Um, Instead of like when they're coming back to the truck and they're gathering all the you know the rakes the gar- the garbage cans and things of that nature they'll they'll bring back you know uh, just you know maybe the rakes and then in the in one hand and then in the other hand they got nothing and then they'll leave the garbage can in the back or on the side of the house and then they just bring the rakes and yeah. you know and I and I say to myself I don't always say you know I, I won't say it to them because I don't want to upset or get anybody you know agitated but maybe you know my wife tells me you should you should say something but mm-hmm. you know again I don't want to cause friction so you know uh, I'll, I'll say to myself why why don't they grab the garbage can mm-hmm. you know while they're <laughs> while they're walking to the truck so that way it's not another trip or if they can carry something to the truck without making an additional trip you know they in other words i find that paying guys by the hour Mm -hmm. they tend to they tend to slack right or they they tend to any way they can manipulate the time or they can Mm -hmm. drag their feet or they can and i catch it i catch them I catch a lot of guys doing it. Not everybody, but uh, a lot of guys that, you know, right. um, do that. So do you, I mean, what you're telling me is you find it better to pay hourly rather than salary. Where I, I mean, you, you might be right. I don't disagree with you. Um, but I think I was going to approach it differently this year. Yeah. And maybe if, if I bring on a couple guys, pay them salary this way, if these guys happen to be like that, where these other two guys, you know, I noticed were 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 milking the clock, in other words, mm-hmm. um, you know, constantly looking at how much time they're consuming through the day, and mm-hmm. if they need to slow down or if they need to speed it up, you know, they wanted, in other words, they wanted to make so much per day. Right. So. Um, yeah, like like. If, if, this is the thing. If I were to pay yeah. them salary, yeah. don't you think, if I were to pay them salary, don't you think that you might get a little more out of them or they might hustle a little bit more knowing that, hey, you know, I want to I want to try to get this, you know, this done mm-hmm. so we can get home to our family right. um, versus um, paying them hourly and, and, and them saying, well, this today is going to take 12 hours mm-hmm. and, you know, 
at uh, you know at uh, fourteen fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, I don't know what that comes off to at the top of my head, but uh, versus paying them a flat fee, right? You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. Like so. Like first of all, there's no right or wrong on this one. Everyone's done it both ways and been successful. I'll tell you the two things though. The reason why um, I I don't do salary. Number one, they're gonna do it faster. But are they going to do a good job? So if they make a mistake and they got to go back to that job the next day, they're still you're still paying those guys. So if they get it done in four hours, and you may and, and they make two hundred bucks, and now they're making fifty bucks an hour all of a sudden, you know, then you have to send them back the next day because they did something wrong or they broke something, and you're know, you're paying out of pocket for it. So you're incentivizing them to go fast, but is it the quality work? Like, will, will you get more callbacks? Will you get things that are broken? Will they try to cut corners? And all of those things are yes, because people are going to do what's in their best interest. And they're trying to, like, that's just human nature. Like, you are trying to grow the business, so you are looking for efficiency. You are looking to, you know, try to save money and make more money. They're just trying to make more money themselves. You know, so they're looking out for them. What you have to do, what you have to do is make your goals and their goals align. And that is by getting them on board with the business and not just themselves. And that's the big difference between being an employer and being a leader. If you're going to employ people, you're, they're going to punch a clock. They're going to be looking at the time. They're not going to be looking for ways to improve. They're not going to run to go get things um, because they're just an employee. But if they are bought, if they buy into you and they buy into the company and they buy into the growth and the mission and the goals of the company, and they realize that they're going to be here a long time, and that if they put, if they go running for something instead of walking, that it's going to somehow drive them a little bit close to that goal. That's what becomes valuable. Um, and and so, like the easy way, this this is what I always ask people when they say they're going to have a salary: Are you taking the easier route? And the reason reason that I say that is because if you're charging someone hourly, like I said, uh, if you're paying someone hourly, you want efficiency, and in order to create efficiency, you've got to be constantly looking for systems and procedures and making sure everyone's on the same page and there's like it's super efficient, right? That's that takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of front planning, it takes a lot of making systems, creating tutorials, a lot of training, but it's also a lot. Salary is the easy way because you pay them a certain amount every day, and then they're, and then they're kind of responsible to get things done. And so, and so I, I find sometimes, yes, yes, it's like you're saying all is true or true. I find, I find a lot of times where owners, they really, they really what they're trying to do is essentially give over the work to someone and kind of step back when when, when no, when no employee, employee is going to do that. Like, you've like got to get involved. You've 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 got to get involved. you have how they're, how they're going to grow with the company, company. And, and I talk about other people, people in the company. I get them integrated, integrated into the culture, culture so that when so that we, we hit a hard time, time or we hit a time like, hey guys, you really need to buckle down, down this month, month or else like, we're not going to get to our goal. Like, for price right now, we want to be having a 
second shop down in Bellingham, similar to what we have now um, down in Bellingham, which is like 30 minutes away. It's going to take about $300,000 in cash um, to get by the property, build it up, make all like the big shop, 40 by 60 shop. Like that's going to take a bunch of money. All the guys know that number, and they know that this whole year we're like 100% committed to making that happen. And in order to do that, they know we're going to have to grow, we're going to have to get more employees. So that means like they're going to be training people. That means they're they're going to have to like they we're looking for ways to you know cut costs and all of these things, and they buy into it. Like, and you'll know, you'll know within a month, and I know this is what you think, you're not seeing the buy-in right now. You're seeing the guys that are willing to punch the clock. And I promise you, just changing that to salary won't change that fact. They're still looking out for their salary, right? They still just want to make the money, and they want to go through the day as fast as possible. So then, then this, this is what happens. When you go to salary, it sw- switches from going from efficiency. Now you've got a lord over them and say, you did bad job here. You, you messed this up. You cut this corner. So you, got, it's, you, know, you, go, you almost have to pick your poison. Like, Are you going to go after them for efficiency, or are you going to go after them for um, trying to cut corners? Because that's what they're going to do if you pay him salary. So not, neither way is wrong. It's just which way are you more willing to go after and be really proactive about? So it's better, you think it's better just to, just to keep him at, a, at a, an hourly rate? I think it's more advantageous because you are charging by the hour when it comes down to it. That's the way you're estimating, so it's a whole lot easier to calculate your costs. Um, okay. Uh, if you were charging people by the day like you're like hey you know what we're gonna you we we, we charge a thousand dollars per day it doesn't t- matter if it takes us two hours or ten hours we're gonna charge you a thousand dollars like the customer a would probably never accept that number two if that's what you were doing then i would say hey charge out charge by the salary I and mean, pay salary because that's the way you're charging like that's the way you're billing out people and so if well, what do you think? go ahead no no i was just gonna say so what do you think mike i should i mean being these guys, these both of these guys want to come and work for me, okay? Mm-hmm. And they want they want to be at at least two hundred dollars um, a day, which you know as well as I do. I mean, how I old mean, are, how old are these guys? How old are they? Um, one of them's got to be um, in his in his forties, I would say, maybe early forties. The other guy is in his twenties, like twenty seven. Yeah, like I I know I'm I'm being like completely um, uh, stereotypical here, but if you want someone long term, I'd go for the young guys, and 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 it's easy to say that from because I'm a young guy, but like um, the reason I would say that is because in in ten years that forty year old guy is gonna be older than you are now, you know, um, right, and. If you want a manager that's going to be out in the field, because that's what you want your first couple guys to be, is the guys they're going to manage out there, he might not be sticking around. And he's going to obviously, like, obviously, if someone's in their 40s and they have a family, they need $20, $25 an hour to get by. What you want is the young guy that's willing to learn, which, which by the way, that's the hard thing to find nowadays with these young guys, is they want to learn, they're willing to learn, but they're hungry and they don't need a lot of money to provide for a family. And they're willing to work weekends, and they're willing to put in overtime, and they're impressionable because they don't have a bunch of other employers that they've been with before and a bunch of you know history. And if you can get the young guy, like right now, like right now, um, to be perfectly honest, Vince, I'm playing around with the idea because there's two guys that applied to this job fair in February that I want to hire. They're only 16, 
I'm going to have to, in order to get them, I'm going to have to get a special work permit because they're under 18. However, right. however, the way I'm looking at this is like, okay, these two guys are young. By the time they're 18 and, get a, and can get a real job, I'll be paying them more than anyone else can. And I'll be able to right. train them with no other like employer that's putting their flack or their how they did things or how they paid people. Like I'll get them right from the get go. And there's like wet same right. there's like wet cement, right? Like the way you impress them, like you press on them, they're gonna stay that way. And so right. I would go for the young guys. Like I'm gonna be able to. Tr- they're, they're only gonna cost me like twelve bucks an hour because. They know that they can't do certain things just because of uh, L&I and things. So they're willing to take 12 bucks an hour because that's a whole lot more than they'll make at McDonald's. And so and, and, and if I can pay them 12 this year, 14 next year, and 18 when they turn 18, like for them, they're going to be with me at least three years. And when they hit that third year marker and they know where the company's going, why would they go out to get other schooling or go, go get another job when they know within five okay. years they might be making 25, 30 bucks an hour? That makes sense. So, so like, yeah. so I, I, I go, got, go ahead. I, I, no, I'm sorry. I, I have one guy that, now that you um, kind of bring that to my attention, I have one guy that's finishing school right now. He's going to be out of college, and I do have his number, and I do, I did communicate with him, so we are keeping in touch. Um, he did call me, as a matter of fact, last month mm-hmm. to um, just, just to keep up to date with me and make sure that, you know, he said he's still interested. Um, but he is graduating um, college uh, with a degree in uh, what is it? Uh, horticulture. Horticultural? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is he is going to be he is going to have a degree in that. Um, and for someone like that, yeah. they're look they're going to get offers for things that are a little more interesting for them because they have the degree. Things like uh, archi- like uh, designing, things like that. What you got to do if you want someone young like that, who by the way can be a huge asset to you in the future. Um, once they're trained, right. if they become a manager and they have that degree behind them, like they can become huge, right? What you've got to convey to them and really, really emphasize is, hey, that's where we're going. And if you get in with me now, you can become a manager of a design, like a couple other designers. Or, like you just got to convey to them that they have a future with you instead of right. going and working for a, a design firm that's going to be with another 50 other guys and they're never going to go anywhere. They're just going to have the same thing. Right. And so, and, and the other thing too, you got to remember Vince, when you do the hiring, like you're the employer, don't let them boss you around. Like this, right. like these young guys, like I'm a young guy, but like we, my generation like to just throw out numbers and try to get, see if people's going to grab. And we, th- those aren't the people you want, right? Um, you gotta be, you are the employer and part of it, you have to step up and be like, this is what we're offering. And you know that's a good deal. You know it's more than average. You know where the company's going, what their potential uh, could be with their career. Like if you're confident in that, then you gotta you gotta express that. Like don't give the don't ask them what they want for as far as money. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Because then then what's gonna yeah, happen is ne- go ahead go ahead. The problem, I'm sorry, Mike. The um, the problem is Mike that I'm having, and I don't know if you can tell me. Um, is I, you know, I, I'm a very reasonable man. I'm a very right. reasonable person. Um, I try not to get, you know, um, confrontational. I, I how, I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I try not to get complicated or try not. I try to be fair with everybody, but at yeah. the same time, I'm 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 a straight shooter. I don't like to be screwed around, right. or I don't like I don't like anybody that steals or anybody who tries to pull any 
anything. I, I'm I'm not that kind of a person, so you know I don't like that kind of those kind of things. But mm-hmm. um, I try to be fair with everybody, and I and I've been starting you know guys out that that don't have really too much experience, you know anywhere between twelve and thirteen dollars. Right. And and I'm finding that they just they don't you know either they don't you know, show up or they got excuses, um, you know, uh, they want more money. Um, you know, it, it's just crazy. And it's, it's a shock actually to me and my wife that, that people, are, that people are, you know, they're, they want more money and they don't have the experience. So that's why I kind of, No, no, I understand 100%. Like, I, I know where you're coming from, but this is the thing about uh, we as business owners and, and self-employed people have to understand, especially if you're hiring people, everything within our business is our fault. So if our people are making, uh, being um, out of line or, or our people are um, being, uh, they're not being fair or like they're asking for too much or they are making mistakes, everything at the end of the day, everything is our fault because we are the business owner. So if we become that way, we're less. We're, like if, if you say every everyone else is wrong or the economy is wrong or whatever, we just become victimized. Like we we just everything is happening to us and we're not intentional and we're not making a difference. So what I would do if I were you and what a lot of, like especially in our industry, this is normal. Like because a lot of us as landscapers, we know our profession and how to the work really good. We're not really good at leading and we're not very good at the business side of like making a team. And that's not a bad thing. We just got to learn how to do it. And so, um, I would say like, um, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but like, it's essentially like when it, when it comes to hiring people, Oh, sorry. That's what I was going to say. So instead of being like, like you got to take ownership for it, you go, okay, why are my people not showing up to work? Why are my people wanting more money? Why? Like, this is what I would say is maybe, maybe I need to show my commitment to them before I, I expect them to commit to my company. Right. I need well, to commit do that? you up front show them that you're committed to them by giving them a bunch of training like they shouldn't be on the job the first day they should be you should be ingraining into their mind you should be literally telling like after like this is after an application after a job fair or something of the sort after an interview okay now they come on board now they're hired okay they're not right away in the field learning like how to do trimming on someone's lawn that is an actual customer like it might be mean a day of watching videos or going over certain things. You just telling them about the business. Then it might be you in the truck with them. Um, it might be uh, doing the lawn at a park or even your own house, so that you can take the time without being at a customer's house. And they they realize like the the employee will realize this guy is impl- investing a lot of time and energy into training me, and he's not getting anything in return. So you are committing a lot into them. If you just throw them out there and just kind of like cross your fingers, hope they work, that's that's the level of commitment they're going to show back to you. Well, how do I, I mean, I don't have, I, I mean, put yourself in my position yep. now. I yep. don't have, I, I need two guys to start in April. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I, what you're asking me is, you know, not to come and come um, April, yep. not to, you know, have these guys thrown out there and doing the work, you know, um, 
So, I mean, I don't have tapes or video right. or, or anything like you're saying to show these guys training or anything like mm-hmm. that. The only training source I would have is for them to come out there on the field. Right. Right. And, and right. physically, mm-hmm. hands-on, do, do, watch me or learn, you know, how to do it from someone else. Um, that's the only training that I source that I have. Right. I don't have, like, I, I, I don't. I'm not as far advanced as you are as far mm-hmm. as on that side of understand. The, um, and that's not you know bad. I mean? That's not bad. That's what we all started, right? So, like, by the way, as, as part of the course, you I do give everyone their employee training, so, like, all the videos and stuff, but, like, that's not a sales pitch. I'm just saying that, like, even if you don't have videos, that's fine. Just if, if, they, if you take them in the truck, that make it be really clear that this isn't about mowing people's lawns a day. This is about training you and investing in you and you talk about them and um, you get really clear about where they're at in their headspace going forward. Like what are their goals with your company? Like talk through all that stuff. Get really good to know them um, while you're in the truck for the week or two or whatever. Um, And then uh, I would do too also if you don't want to start – like I I don't like being their first job being a client. So what I'll do, I'll ask a friend or my own house. I'll bring them here. And I'll just we'll work all over my property, or I'll I'll ask our local park like, hey, I'll mow your guys' entire lawn this week. Don't worry about it. And they'll be like, great, cool, that saves them money. Them and then I'm like, great, I get an entire area where I can teach a guy how to use a zero turn on a field instead of someone's lawn, where they're gonna tear it all up. Um, I can bring them here. Yeah, I can bring them here. Do I pay them for that day or no? Absolutely, because now you're showing commitment. You know what I'm saying? Because now they're going to look at you. They're going to say, this guy is spending money on me. He's spending time. He cares about what I'm doing in my life, what my goals are. He's committed to me. And you're going to see the same commitment come back to you, Vince. Okay. So so bring him. So in other words, I mean, he doesn't have to know that whatever. I can bring him here and, and just um, show him, tell him this isn't about, you know, uh, this is about training. So we're today. We're just going to do a training course. We're going to see how you do and, and and show you how to do things, basically. Yeah. Um, and then everything that you them. everything you just said minus the part that says we're going to see how you do, because by this time they're on board, and they you're hiring them. Right. You go. You're you're a hundred. If you said if you said in that in in the job fair that you're gonna you want someone long term when they when you hire right. them. You got to be thinking like this guy's going to be with me for five or 10 years, right? And so if they see any inclination otherwise, that's when they're going to be looking for ways to, you know, keep a back door open and they're not going to be full pot in 100% committed to you. All right, guys, so I'm going to cut it off there. Like I said, if you want to hear the whole conversation that we had, we went on further, just check out Landscape Business Course Podcast, and it'll be good. So I hope you got something out of it. I know we talked about lawn care and landscaping a lot, uh, but I also know that so many of you are in the service-based business, and regardless, even with products, there's things you can learn there about hiring, how to get people on board, and just relating to your employees. If you commit to them, they're going to commit to you. That's all you got to know for today. This is Mike Andes, and you're listening to Business Bootcamp Podcast.